On this episode of Kids Bible Breakdown, we're breaking down Exodus chapter 2. The last chapter left off with the horrible new king of Egypt enslaving the Israelites and ordering the Egyptian people to throw all Hebrew baby boys into the Nile River. Before we move on, the Bible uses the word Hebrew and Israelites interchangeably. So anytime you hear either, they are talking about Israel Jacob's descendants. So a man in the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and had a baby boy. He was a healthy baby boy, so she hid him for three months. But when she couldn't hide him anymore, she got a basket and covered it with pitch and tar, which made it able to float in the water. Then she put her baby boy inside of the basket and put it among the plants along the bank of the Nile River. The baby's sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter came down to the Nile River to bathe. Her and her servants were walking along the riverbank when she saw the basket among the plants and had one of her servants go get it. She opened it up and saw the baby. He was crying and she felt sorry for him and said, This is one of the Hebrew babies. The baby sister approached Pharaoh's daughter and asked, Do you want me to go get a Hebrew woman who can feed the baby for you? Pharaoh's daughter answered, Yes, go. So the girl went and got the baby's mother and Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this baby and feed him for me and I will pay you. Look how God is at work. Not only was her baby saved, now she is going to get paid to feed her own baby. But when the child got older and no longer needed milk, she had to take him back to Pharaoh's daughter, and the boy became her son. Pharaoh's daughter named her new son Moses, which means to pull out of, because she pulled him out of the river. One day after Moses had grown up, he went out where the Egyptians were forcing his people to work hard, and he watched them. And he saw one of the Egyptians beating a Hebrew. Moses knew he was born to a Hebrew woman and that his Egyptian mom had adopted him. So he wasn't happy about one of his own people being beat and treated so poorly. Moses looked around and he didn't see anyone around him. So he killed the Egyptian and buried him in the sand. The next day he went out and saw two Hebrews fighting. He asked the one in the wrong, why are you hitting your fellow Hebrew? The man said back to him, who made you ruler and judge over us? What are you going to do? You going to kill me like you did that Egyptian? (laughs) Moses was afraid and thought, What I did must have come known. And he was right to be afraid because Pharaoh heard what Moses did and tried to kill him. But Moses ran away and went to Midian where he sat down by a well. The priests of Midian had seven daughters and they came to get water to fill the drinking troughs for their father's flock. Some shepherds came after them and tried to force them away from the well. But Moses got up and came to the rescue and then went to water their flocks for them. When the girls went back home to their father, whose name was Ruel, He asked them, why are you back so early today? They told their father, an Egyptian rescued us from some shepherds and then drew water for us and watered the flocks. Ruel asked, where is the man? Why did you leave him? Invite him to come and have something to eat. So they asked Moses to come and Moses went back with them. In fact, he even wound up staying with them and marrying one of Ruel's daughters named Zipporah. Zipporah gave birth to a son, and Moses named him Gershon, which is Hebrew for foreigner, saying, I have become a foreigner in a foreign land. Moses was in Midian for a long time, and while he was there, the king of Egypt died. The Israelites groaned and cried out in their slavery, and their cry for help went up to God. God heard their groaning, and he remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. So God looked on the Israelites and was concerned about them. Wow, Moses' life would make a great movie. And they actually did do a movie about him. Several, in fact. 
But what stands out to me is the last part of the chapter when it says their groaning went up to God and he heard them and was concerned about them. God always hears us. It's not like he was busy doing something and then God's like, hey, angels, did y'all just hear something? Yeah, it's it's getting louder now. I think it's the Israelites crying because what? They were turned into slaves? When did that happen? <laughs> not the case at all. In fact, God knew all of this was going to happen. He told Abraham way back in Genesis chapter 15 that his descendants would be strangers in a land that was not their own and be enslaved and mistreated for 400 years. This is what God was talking about. And he didn't forget his promises and then just finally remember them. The words heard and remember here are meant to let us know that God's perfect timing had finally come and he was going to make incredible things happen to change the situation. Once again, God is going to make the impossible possible because he loves his people and he's an amazing God.